This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Oh, mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, like Hillary on the, on the Bel Air joint off the, off the spikes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, y'all see that? Y'all see that saint, though? Talk about it, man. Let's get into it, yo. I'm playing this mainly because I ain't know last time I seen Redman <laughs> would be the last time I seen him. Good riddance. My God. They ain't get rid of the storyline, though. <laughs> man. Um, um, all right, say no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Oh man, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 301 of This Week in Culture I am your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad and aka One Half of the Culture And I got my brother with me, Jay, what up though? What up though, it's your man Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything And I know what you're thinking Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me What's poppin'? What's poppin' ladies and gentlemen, this week we are back to review uh, I don't even know what episode that was. Was that episode three? three? Yeah, three. episode three of Power Book Ghost, um, or Power Book Two, Power Ghost. All the names, man. Um, talk about Tariq and them. All the shit that's going on. Got a couple cultural things that I want to tap in on, man. Um, first though, I uh, want to thank the listeners. Want to thank the supporters, the fans, everybody rocking with us week to week. Everybody new here, what up though? Everybody who been here, what up, family? Um. Pardon the the lateness here, man. I, I know I said we was gonna be in the studio yesterday, and then uh, some unexpected shit happened. Um, uh, a real unexpected tragedy happened with a with a, a good friend of mine, um, and a good friend of a lot of people, man. I want to say a uh, quick rest in peace to my friend, my dear friend, since I don't even know how little she was. Um, Melnevia Whaley uh, passed yesterday, and um, yeah, man. I know it's a lot of listeners who uh, who knew her. You know what I'm saying? Who rocked with her and um just thirty-six years old, man. One of them one of them reminders that lets you know life is super short, yo. And um if you knew her like personally and you knew enough about her, um, she got dealt some cards that would have probably fucked up most people. Her and her younger sister um got dealt some some pretty bad cards or or some pretty Tough cards, I ain't gonna say bad, man But she played them as well as you could play them Her and her sister continued to thrive um, And and just do their thing in life, man And and I I don't know What's tearing me I knew the homie since she was in 8th grade So I know why it's sad Because that's my friend I just saw her 2 or 3 weeks ago at the bar Wonderful to see her as always But um, it's something different about one, a woman passing the way that, you know, that that happened. Um, and then two, uh, if if you're familiar with the details, if you're not, you can go look them up online. But it just seems so, like, tragic, tragic bro. Like, that was that was as, as freak of an accident as I've ever heard um, anything, man. So just wanted to say rest in peace to her, man. Um, prayers to all the people who, uh, who went to my high school. Um, so me and her went to both high school and college together, so... Um, prayers to uh, to everybody in that circle. Prayers to her family. Prayers to her younger sister, who's um who's having to deal with a lot of this. Uh, you know, uh, without 
a lot of family involved um and it, it really is just i've lost a big sister i know how that goes so um just prayers to everybody affected by it man it's it's really tragic and it was a really really wild bit of news to learn on a sunday afternoon man mm-hmm. so shit just uh it, it definitely fucked up my day and and shit so a far than threw off the week bro yeah. like um, you know what I'm saying? Every time you, it ain't even about getting on the socials. I go to very, my text and it's everywhere. Like very, very beloved. It's person, very, man. She was a, a for real, for real great friend, man. Big supporter. Um, she rocked with her people, dog. Like if you did anything and you was her people, you felt it. You felt the love from her, man. One of the biggest smiles you ever get from somebody. And, um, just, just really insane to, in life, um, in in such a short way, in such a, a tragic way, man, just really difficult to hear about and then to later read about and learn, um, you know, what happened and then learn the details. And it was just rough, man. Rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to the other gentleman who passed as well in that. Because um, for his family and friends, I'm sure this is just as tragic of a situation, man. And um, I'm going to just say... Y'all drive as safe as you can out there. Um, if y'all see somebody pulled over on the shoulder, man, try to get over, try to slow down, do whatever you got to do to at least try to avoid what's happening on the shoulder at a highway if possible. Um, I know in Michigan, depending on the highway you want, the shoulder might not be that big. So you really might want to make sure you're getting over and um, just slow the fuck down out there, man. Whatever y'all going to do. It ain't going nowhere You know what I'm saying Like all this shit Is still be there When you pull up man So y'all just slow down As much as you can um, Watch the road As much as you can and, and just try to be Be mindful of What's going on around you When you're driving that car man Cause that's a fucking weapon And um You know sometimes That shit go wrong And, and tragedies like this happen So Rest in peace to the homie man Um Now Uh On some On some other shit man Salute and uh Congratulations to uh, the LSU women's basketball team going out there and, and winning the NCAA championship. Um, their first. So that was their first time in the finals and uh, their first time winning that championship game. Um, salute to Angel Reese for going out there and getting that uh, most outstanding player of the tournament. Um, or the final four rather and um you know she was a uh, she was hooping at maryland a couple years ago i remember her coming in just on some big 10 shit and um transferred to lsu and went out there and did her thing and now she got a chip on her um but apparently they wanted to have a chip on her shoulder too because they got mad at her because she came at uh came at caitlin clark with the little tony yayo joint she did that and nigga everybody from Literally every white person in the world has called her an idiot, classless, low class. She like, bro, I think it was like Keith Oberman called her an idiot. I'm like, what, nigga? It's a, she's literally a sophomore in college, bro. Like having fun. More importantly, Caitlin Clark has done the same celebration. Um, they call it the John Cena in some circles. Real niggas know that's the Tony Yayo joint, but um, it's just really wild to see the internet react to this young lady winning this championship and celebrating the way she did. Like, it might have been brash, but fuck it, nigga, we won. Like, you don't want me to do it. 
beat me, nigga. I don't, I don't really, I don't love a sportsmanship argument that nigga just trying to make. Specifically, because when Caitlin Clark was doing it, y'all niggas was quiet and nobody said a word because we was hyping it because she's a phenomenal basketball player. But now here go Angel Reese doing her shit. Y'all niggas is fucking all over the internet with the viral shit. I don't really love that, dog. Uh, I mean, I seen all that shit going on. Um, I don't want to be involved in it. To be honest <laughs> with you, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to old girl. I thought that shit was. Um, I thought that shit was. It was pointed. It was. Yeah. It was perfectly timed. Yeah. Um, shit, she pointed at her. Hey, guess what though? White girl cold. No, Caitlin Clark's a motherfucking animal. Like, and she talks shit a lot. It yeah. is what it is. Like, she not mad. It's everybody like this you know, is how niggas at that level is playing, dog. Yeah. Um but um I can tell uh oh girl was mad. Like she when she did that in the ring, she wrote her ring. eye. I, I know that wrote that eye like Oh, I for sure. For shit. sure. <laughs> yeah. But um, um and I think I think it was like two or three games ago in the tournament. Um might have been the first game of the tournament that they played. She drew a ring on her finger and she been pointing at it every game. So that wasn't necessarily too off. But getting dead in Caitlin Clark face with the joint, doing that and then bringing it back to the ring, like you said, it was pointed. And she said it later that she ain't like how Caitlin celebrated against South Carolina because she was like, they're my girls. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, they're my people. We fuck with them. So, and that was the best team in the fucking country all year. Y'all got to win. Good job. Hey, just leave that shit up to the players, though. Come on, man. You know, your, your opinion on the outside don't, yeah. don't, don't matter, but... I'm not trying to see this fucking debate about, yo, I, I don't want to see this debate about, oh, why come she can do it? I can't, nigga, anybody do whatever the fuck they want to do. I don't like the, um, I don't like people talking about young people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I be very mindful about how I discuss the actions of people who are, you ain't even 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like what they do and what I would do in similar situations are probably never going to be the same. Never. So me watching them and then immediately judging that I got to think back to when I was that age, nigga, I was doing way wilder shit than the yayo. You know what I'm saying? I also so, wasn't on that stage that big. Facts. Age, so. Facts. Facts. Guess I what? I can't relate and you can't either. Facts. 100%, man. Um, just really fucking wild. Also, man, it's the game. Let them girls celebrate. I also don't love that now, nigga, you can't do nothing. Dog. Everything's a tech. Everything's a fucking debate. Everything's on first take. Everything's on skipping and Shannon. Like, goddamn, dog, I'm just celebrating, bro. We just had a ball. I'm talking shit to my opponent. We probably been talking shit all game, me and her. But now I got the fucking one up. I won this shit. Get over it. Oh girl cold though No Caitlin Clark Deserves all the fucking Flowers she getting right now Man that's a bad Who Motherfucker Who 42 dog. points In a college game Yo Yo <laughs> Yo That's a bad have, Motherfucker dog. Didn't she have more Was she the highest Leading score in that game Yeah that was the um First time She had the most points Of any woman In a final four In that South Carolina game like she already she broke that record before we even I'm Got to the even, No that's what I'm saying yeah. She broke that record Before they got there Like my nigga just, yeah, she fired, dog. She cold. She, and I really liked watching her. Like, you could tell. I like motherfuckers who I see that trigger on them as soon as they get the ball, dog. I like, like a little, I like a little, a little attitude, a lot of sassiness. <laughs> I mean, past the fifth. You know what I'm saying? Past the ball, nigga. Yo, man. At last, it's a dime you with, but not to spit. 
niggas lose consciousness. consciousness. Uh, you know, dog. I thought that shit was perfect. Me, I thought it was perfect. The way she played, the way LSU played them. Little did niggas even talk about LSU washed them. By the way, that was a fucking damn near blowout. Um, but Caitlin Clark did her fucking thing the entire year, nigga. <laughs> like from end to end, she did everything that a basketball player could do, bro. It's cool if you got two um two big personalities on opposite teams. So Facts. It's, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like Facts. we ain't got to old folks this shit out and had these debates. Like I don't want to talk about it with everybody at work and see it on TV all day and because sometimes it just feel like we promote shit because Anything that's going to slight a black person, we got to let everybody know that we shouldn't feel slighted. Mm. Mm. How come this? How come this? Nigga, you follow this? Man. Like, do you follow women's sports or women's NCAA? Because you don't care about it this much. Mm. I know you don't care about mm. it this much. That's why I ain't really get the vitriol behind these niggas. I'm like, she an idiot? God damn, nigga. Like, niggas been arguing. Van Latham been arguing with every motherfucker on and the internet. And it's probably because I don't watch this shit normally. Yeah. So when I saw it, it may That's look... exciting it, to me. It may look out of place because... Yeah. What is yeah. this good, wholesome... <laughs> like, it may like... But you don't know how we get down. And you also telling me you probably ain't see Caitlin Clark doing this shit all tournament in the other games before they got to the end. Because who watching the tournament? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas just tune in and then... But that's what niggas do, though. They tune in and jump immediately to an opinion. And you know how that go, man. But um, salute to LSU. I ain't been man. watching the tournament. I mean, it's been on at work. I honestly, nigga, little known know fact, Caitlyn is because I see it, it be on at work on, yeah. on the TVs and shit. And then I seen her interview, and and uh, there was they did a bunch of pieces on her yeah, yeah. all through the tournament. I'm like, oh, this young girl, like she 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 got game. Little known fact, I probably watch in the last maybe four years. I probably watch more of the women's tournament than the men's. Um, cause they be fucking hooping dog And that shit is just way more competitive to me I feel like Even though this year um, the men's tournament has been dope But I always watch the NCAA women I think that shit is fire Um, Alright man let's, let's talk about your man Tariq and them dog uh, These niggas are On a mission To try to confuse me With how much shit is going on on this show like, I think it's purposeful now. Like, now I'm starting to get really like, okay, y'all niggas just don't want me to be able to keep up with this. If you blink on this shit, you will literally not know what the fuck is going on, dog. This it's is a, moving the dope for, for Noma. Fam, this is a whole new show every week. Now we got Russians involved. Where these Russians come from? The Russians worked for the nigga Frank family. The Frank family is called G's. Like, nigga, but they not GTG's. This shit just like literally I missed I, the first time I watched it. I blinked. And next thing I know, Tariq was fucking pulling down the bottom of a coffee cup talking. about. I was like, yo, when did that convo happen? Like, I got to I just didn't know what was going on. Brayden had a whole new website up like shit was wild, dog. Uh, I like this episode, though. I think like they just put another twist on the um. The fucking app they had already popping and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's smart because Braden overheard basically. Well, we'll get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get through it, man. Y'all already know we got a couple voice notes um, from the family. Appreciate y'all as always. But before we get to those, we got a few follow-up voice notes from last week's episode um, with folks congratulating us on 
300 apps. Yeah, so yeah. I want to make sure I get them in at the top. Appreciate y'all. Everybody who reposted, reached out, listened to that episode. Um, that was fucking monumental, man. And we got a lot of big shit coming. So y'all stay tuned. Man, you know what's crazy is uh, that was episode seven we dropped, right? Yeah. Episode six of Snowfall and episode five of Snowfall. Those two podcasts are the second and third most streamed podcasts we've ever did. Which means currently, right now, we're doing better than we ever been. Because we've been doing numbers for quite some time. Factual. For two podcasts that came out back to back. In 2023. Two, two weeks ago. Four years in. To have the second and third amount of streams that we've ever. Like, yo, people are tapped in. To the pie and tapped into Snowfall's final season. Yeah, man. That's what um, it's telling me. Like, this is one of those goat shows. Yeah. Because people looking for. They listen and the they want the after the afterthoughts, right, about the show. Um, I know we always tag FX like, yo, y'all need, we've been doing it for a million seasons. But it's like, I meant that shit because when the show goes off, niggas start talking. Also, um, once the shows go off. Uh, video patron subscribers uh, We got some special shit for you Factual. Snowfall related Factual uh, Some shit y'all Some creative shit You feel yeah. me Like yeah. so Yeah I can't wait Yeah man Um, Also I got a couple Couple ideas we gonna wrap off about Um, For some Again for the Patreon content oh, Right for So s- all for y'all No for Snowfall though What's um, that name? Somebody hit me up let me go and give you a shout out though. Um Draft Picks NYC. So he sent me this link. Uh-huh. Um Yeah. We all talked about the nigga that was grimming meme of Leon, me. yeah. I forgot. People don't know what grimming me. Facts. If you're not Facts. from here. <laughs> I remember I was in Tennessee. I like this nigga grimming me. Like, what's grimming me? I like not grimmy. No. Grimming. Like, yeah, whatever. Uh but then they sent me a link. Remember when Leon busted a nigga leg and feet for stealing mm-hmm. for stealing money to buy the shoes? And they said that's him. Mm-hmm. Now, I watched that and I brought them side by side. I can't really tell because it's been a couple years. Yeah. And it but it's very it very well might it's, be him. So you sent me that yesterday or even this morning, I can't remember. Um, but I looked at it this morning and I was really like, okay, could be, could be not. Yeah. But it could be. And then I started thinking, if it is, it makes sense. Now, not only does it make sense, but thinking further ahead, this going to be the nigga that shoot Leon that we not expecting. Like, on some um, Omar from the Wire shit. Facts, facts. It's going to be the the one nigga when you least expected who come around. Or young dog going to uh, get Ronnie out the paint on. on uh, That's what I'm thinking, because dog was in mad scenes leading up to that. Yeah. With an angry face. And then, boom, by the finale, shit going... It's probably going to be a day where shit get too sweet for Leon. Him and Wanda going to be walking around like, yo, we finally got out of the game. We good. And on their way out the projects, bow, nigga. I could see it happening if that's the same nigga. Because dog been grimming you for a minute if it is. And the only way that we can show love to... Like, for them to do Leon character correctly, he got to leave with Wanda. Facts. Or make the attempt to leave Wanda Because his character gonna be fucked up If he never attempts yeah. And he just get killed in the hood On some random shit Like I feel like the emotional tie-in Could be like Even though we didn't see him Get to Final Destination He was about to Yeah And for all, for all he know He's there 
But like, yeah. so yeah, I think that's the, I, I would. I could it see way. it. I for I sure would. could see it, man. Um, let's get into these three hundred voice notes. My man Rob, Rob, peace, family. Um, hope you and your your people doing good. Over there in the Carolinas, man. Um, let's see what my dog talking about. Oh shit! Before I get to it, y'all already know what it is. Y'all hear that can crack? That mean your man back, Rob. What up, though? What's good, fellas? This your boy Pacho. Just wanted to send my voice note in and tell you guys, congrats for 300 episodes. Um, it's never been a dull moment. Whether it's you guys reviewing or from the many voice notes that are mess- sent in by the regulars, uh, I still don't believe that AJ from across the pond looks like Kane, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, continue to put in great work, fellas. Um, longtime listener, always interacting with you fellas on on the Twitter, um, Twig fam. You guys be easy. Make that move to the Patreon if you haven't. God bless, fellas, and continue to do, to do great things. Peace. Peace, Rob. Appreciate you always, man. And you really do be interacting on a Twitter, dog. That that don't go unnoticed, yo. I love when when niggas interact on the socials, but Twitter is still new for the pod because we only about a year in, year and a half maybe. So love when um when folks is active over there on the Twitter, man. You, D. Scott, Rob Silva, um, shit, my man Ibaka, all the gang over there. Sean, what up? Um, yeah, man. If you're not following us already, this week in culture on Twitter. Twitter is a, is a real Really good app. I don't I like love it. Twitter. You know I don't. We can argue Twitter all day, dog. I like but Twitter. I like when Twitter is like fun. Like when I find some fun shit on Twitter, I love it. I don't love when I'm seeing uh random naked bitches who I don't want to see naked. So they got these two different things, right? Where you can mute. No, oh. you, you got like two times. One says for you and one says following. following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's for you one. I don't like that on No, no, side. no. I don't love that at all. They give you what your followers is yeah. looking and shit like that. But the <laughs> following, like, I only see this. Yo. And, like, yo, some of y'all put some fucking clothes on. Man, please. Why are you niggas that horny all day? God nah, damn. Not put some fucking clothes on because you, like, scantily clad. Like, no, y'all fucking naked. Like, your, <laughs> your lips is showing. <laughs> The second pair, your pussy lips, <laughs> nigga. No, <laughs> like y'all, little be like dildos in the in the in the vajayjay. I will like, name this episode the pussy lips because <laughs> that shit Christ. be on the Twitter, bro. Like I be at work looking at my phone. God, so I I peep. Now the, I look like a weird nigga. Now I'm, now I'm in HR. I peeped the following in for you or whatever that shit is called. I peeped that a few days ago or maybe a couple weeks ago. Um. But it's wild because it automatically like puts you in the joint. Like you gotta purposely slide over if you ain't been on there in a while. Like if the app refresh, you back over in the for you. And all I'm learning is that a lot of my friends is some nasty niggas because it's showing me what y'all are liking, and y'all niggas is liking some bullshit DMX, on the Twitter. I'm a nasty nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me to my fucking face at you, yo. That nigga said, "I got blood on my dick because I fucked the court." What? And he meant it, and I wrapped it at home <laughs> with my mom in the kitchen making While he standing in a, in, a, in, a, in a tub full of blood. Yeah. My yeah. dad came home one day, saw that shit on the, on the, on the dining room table. He like, Jason. Yeah. Like, what is this? I'm like, man, he got a prayer at the end of the album. That's <laughs> <laughs> my exact response. <laughs> he got a prayer at the end of the album. Like I probably yeah. look like a little Jesus it is you 
that wakes me up. I let day. that. My dad's a funny guy. You know what I'm saying? I let him. I play that. He's like, why are you yelling at God like that? <laughs> like, you can't yell at him. Like, cause you tell me that just love him. But to me, it's hey, <laughs> left it on bro. That's funny. He's like, you can't yell at him like that. <laughs> oh man, 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 man. Um, yo, rest in peace, eggs, dog. One of a fucking kind. Uh, my man June from CT. Sent in a voice note. He said, "I, I know just I'm." Remember that June from CT last week said his name. Not <laughs> My June. name ain't June. <laughs> and look, I had no further questions because <laughs> then I had twenty questions, nigga. It was either don't ask shit or ask twenty things. Oh, God. shout out to June. J U N E his birthday was last week. Happy birthday, shit, you know June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers to you, my brother. Stop posting them haircut pics, though. You wildin', nigga. Ah, all right. June from CT said, I know I'm late, but y'all can play this whenever. Well, we plan it now. Is if you think I'm playing it later, god damn it, I'm not. What up, AJ? It's June from CT. I'm over here listening to the Snowfall review, and I forgot to congratulate you guys on episode 300. Man, three hundred episodes of greatness. L- listen, uh, I was referred to you guys by another podcast, and they don't even exist no more, bro. God mm, damn, they ain't making no three hundred. God damn. The the shows you guys are reviewing like are between twenty two minutes and forty four minutes. You guys are doing two and three hours every episode. You're keeping people entertained for two to three hours per episode. That's there's no explosions, there's no guns. <laughs> <laughs> Man. If you don't got the pace you're on, there's no visual. Mm. You feel me? You don't have other actors to carry the load. There's two dudes from Detroit, man. Uh, you guys definitely become part of my week. I even listen to episodes to shows I don't even watch. Bro, I never watched a single episode of Power in my life. Man. I listen to the Power episodes. Man. I watched Kanan. I respect it. That's good, though. That's different, but I never watched three. <laughs> None of that other stuff, man. But... Keep doing your thing. None of that other stuff. Here's the 300 more. Peace. 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 June from CT, man. That was a hell of a voice note, bro. Um, y'all be y'all be trying to get niggas emotional up in you this know, pod, bro. I was trying to explain to somebody. Um, shout out to podcast listeners in general. Facts. Because you got to be a real cerebral type of person, to June's point, to just listen to something with no, no visual stimulation. Mm-hmm. What like just people talk. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a more cerebral person, which is why ads and podcasting are so expensive and so lucrative because you already tapped in. And um, I just appreciate podcast listeners in general. Uh, y'all know uh, May is Urban Podcast Month. Factual. Um, your boys will be doing and uh, will be out and about. We'll have a little meet and greet and shit like that. Um, so if y'all want to pull up on the guys in May, I, I mean, f- more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Don't just um, come up to the studio like, yo, yeah, where the guys? That's not it. You know what <laughs> nope, I'm saying? Nope. Uh, but I'm somebody just texted me pictures of the venue. I think we just secured a venue. So, yo, Urban Podcast Month in May. So, um, if y'all so this is what I'm gonna do also for Urban Podcast Month. I'll wait. 
I'll wait. I want to bring everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll give it to y'all, but just just know the guys will be outside coming soon, man. Um, all right, my man Isaac sent in a voice note on Tariq episode three. Let's see what my bro talking about. Isaac, what up, though? What's up, man? What's up, Jay? This is Isaac. I just got a few quick thoughts about Power Go season three, episode three. I'm going to freestyle this one because I don't think this show is good enough to, for me to waste ink and paper writing my thoughts out. Um, I want Tariq to let go of this idea of uh, his, seeing his family again. The only way that's going to happen is if his mother relinquishes um, her security detail in the program. Because people have done that in Wixet, but that's not how this works, Tariq, so relax. As far as Lauren, I don't know why the lawyer is keeping up this charade of her being dead. It just doesn't make sense. Um, did Lauren's parents not come claim her body or, or come collect her personal effects? It's just, I'm not getting it. Kane and Brayden, um, Kane's reasoning for Brayden pulling the trigger. I didn't understand it at first, but I think I kind of do now. Because uh, he said he didn't want Tariq to do it because he don't want no black or brown person getting traced back to him. But yes. you know what kind of, you know what you in, right? You in the drug game and... Dope dealers come in all races and colors And you know what else drug dealers do They kill other drug dealers for any given reason So I didn't understand that at first But then I think I figured out what Kane's angle is Against Brayden It's not that um, he wanted to put his big boy pants on and, and put his own work in He wants Brayden to kill somebody So he can use that as leverage Against Brayden And that way Brayden won't be able to use his Rich white male privilege to get out of Whatever yeah. Um, so yeah, Kane is very cunning and calculating, but that might end up being his demise because this whole thing with him and Dick Neck Pauls, that's not going to last long because what do you think is going to happen when Monet finds out that Kane hit that information about Yeah, Dick Neck just like leaped to the front of the running for title of the episode <laughs> Yo, you said that for you to be freestyling right now, Isaac you said that a little too like smooth like you just walked through that, like that's a word you use every day and I don't love that uh, old boy popping Zeke, uh, he's on. She's gonna kill both of them. So yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to see where that goes. Davis, I personally wouldn't have admitted to whatever uh, he did that his brother took the rap for. Um, you know, I don't care if you do see another tall dude in the vicinity. Uh, you know how many tall people it is to live in New York City. If you look out Saxon's window now, it's probably about three tall niggas walking down the street right now. So <laughs> you gotta take me to court because I'm not admitting to nothing. So. May the best lawyer win. <laughs> I'll even represent myself in that. Um, yeah, I, I just, and I may be giving this show way more thought than it deserves. But why did they switch out Red Man for this other nigga that, and think that we wouldn't recognize that? So the show is nuts. But I'm enjoying the ride, and I, I really hope that African dude gets his because I'm sick of him too. And I hope they bring back Noma in season in episode four. All right, I'll let y'all peace. 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 Yo, a lot of great points in that one. Yo, shout out to from switching out Method Man. Method Man, I'm not sure how his health is because he was Red Man. I mean, I'm sorry, Red Man. I'm not sure how his health is because he, you know, was looking a little sickly. Yeah. Also, he's not an actor. He's not yeah. a good actor. He's not an actor at all. And this guy, in the 47 seconds that he was on the screen, has done five times as better than. <laughs> Uh, Red Man's character And I knew what was going on off the top I, I know I've seen people say they was confused I knew immediately What was going on Also this is what they should have did on the shy Oh <laughs> And this is what they should have did in Black Panther 
We dedicated should, mad episodes. Just that, recast. Yeah. Don't say nothing. Keep moving. My thing is, and I said it when I when me and Shorty watched this yesterday. I said, "Yo, could have cast Dog from the Rip. <laughs> like he was, he would have been a but better." You, but you know what time this was? This my man, though. Well, we gonna nigga, get Redman a fifty. Put fam, my man in there. It's it's fifty. I don't even. And it's meth. And meth knows how he could play the fifties. Like fifty has a thing about signing fucking famous people up to be in his shows. Do bro. you think that fifty? Do you think Meth the Man was going to be a, a permanent character on the show from the start? I didn't think we would see Meth the Man beyond because when did he come? Season six, or was it first was season of season, Tariq? Yeah, first season of Tariq. I didn't. Well, I thought he'd get killed by now, and like be done on the show. Like when this shit first started, I didn't. I didn't know he was going to be a forever character. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He was just Tariq lawyer that he ran up on to help him with the mama shit. You know what I'm saying? He did a shady lawyer to get Tosh out. Yeah, and he was like best lawyer, never lost mm-hmm. a case, shit. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about that no more. No, he not um, even practicing law. He committing crimes. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know he was gonna be a forever character. Um, I don't know that they knew he was gonna be a forever character. And so if I got my man's a meth, yeah, if meth like yo, get my man Red in here. I don't know that you even knew I was gonna be on this show for that long. Well, fifty. I'm imagining this was a scheduling conflict on Redman's behalf because if one thing we learned about 50, if you a fucking rapper or singer who ain't got hardly any acting fucking experience, 50 wants you on his show now, nigga. I feel like he hurt that he had to replace Redman. I wonder how much 50 is controlling any of this shit. Never fucking know at this point. I still be seeing what's old girl named Courtney. You remember mm-hmm. Courtney? I'll be seeing her like when uh when Fifty announces like, "Hey, two chains will be on BMF." I'll be seeing Courtney in the comments like, "Welcome to the show, Neo." And it's like, wait, cause she's still executive producer or some shit, right? I don't know. That whole shit got a little confusing when she left. I ain't seen nothing by her on Netflix yet. That was supposed to be a thing. Ava DuVernay killing her own on Netflix. So eh, you never fucking know, man. But all I know is. I don't need Davis's brother's storyline as a thing until Davis, until Sax brings it up and try to get Davis put in prison for. Well, that's murder. for show finna be leverage. Ain't no, yeah. ain't no statute of limitation on murder. Yeah, that's so, for show finna be leverage. That's gonna be important, and we gonna need a real actor for this shit too. Hey man, dog came in and said, "You know what?" <laughs> Let me go ahead and get Red Man out the paint real quick. Um, see what my man AJ from across the pond had to say. Yo, AJ, man, you got men, women, and children asking us if you really look like Kane. I done told him 400 times I can't confirm nothing about what this man looked Did like you with know a do-rag Kane on. was a backup dancer for Chris Brown? Would he? Yes. <laughs> no, I had no He clue. posted the video. Oh, shit. And oh, posted uh, him in the video. Nah, not Woody the Great. Yeah. Nah, not Woody the Great. Hold on. Who sent me this? I think. Uh, yeah, let me go to. I just remember Dog from when he used to do them fucking comedy skits. Yeah. Like I didn't know shit oh, else about him. In this video. Well, I, I don't want to get. He posted wow. it and he pointed to himself. I'm like, yo, what? That is Woody. Wow. And he dancing. He doing all the shit that Chris Nigga doing. doing the shits. Yeah. 
So I'm like, all right, let me keep talking over the music because you know. Yeah, no. Nah. Chris that's fucking got, Liddy though. Chris got a real record deal. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> this ain't no local shit. Um, and he said, "Did you notice?" And he posted that fun fact with my guys, Chris Brown official and Blase Blase. So, yeah, you know what I'm nah, I had no fucking clue, man. Um, AJ, now you want to keep this Woody charade up? You gonna have pause. to fucking learn how to dance, buddy. Yeah, pause, pause. You being Woody. <laughs> <laughs> and AJ as always Peace to you and the fam bro What up um, What up Jay It's your boy AJ um, There was a line in this week's power When they were in the restaurant And Tariq said something like Yo we better keep our heads on a swivel um, That is exactly what it feels like As a viewer Of this season of power <laughs> mm-hmm. And to be honest Even towards the end of season 2 It was getting kind of hard to keep track of um, So I think I'm going to have to like make a flow chart and put it on my wall so I can I can track all these storylines and new developments because otherwise it's impossible. Um, I mean, I think they're doing it so that we don't have time. Like, they're kind of, you know, moving very quickly and moving in different directions, so you don't have time to kind of pick the holes in the storylines, you know, because uh, you're too busy just trying to keep up. Um, also, that scene with um, Meth and Mary J when they were in his office, and he said to her, you've got quite a mouth on you. I don't want you, I don't want you anywhere near his ass. Now that line took me out. That was the most unintentionally funny shit I've heard for a long time because the way that he read it, he really put the stress on oh, ass and not his. Um, oh, so shit. I don't know if they were trying to make a point about uh, eating yeah. the Bucci cat, but uh, <laughs> eating the Bucci cat. Uh, that's all I've got for you because it's been a long day. Uh, we got busy. I lost track of time. Haven't had time to rewatch Power. Um, but I just thought I'd throw in my two cents. I mean, it is what it is at this point, right? You know, it's 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 big and it's messy and it's I don't know where it's going to go. It's still kind of a fun ride. Um, Whoa! I mean, it might be a bad thing to say, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that if I was Kane. I mean, we know that I am, but hey, um, if I was Kane, Braden might already be swimming with the fishes in the Hudson River. Um, talking of which. I feel very disrespected. I feel very disrespected. I haven't gone to look at the nonsense you were talking about, but I feel very disrespected <laughs> by people saying I'm fucking Craig David. <laughs> Craig David, motherfuckers? Really? Craig whiny bitch-ass David? Um, yeah, I'm not having that. <laughs> if I was a ruder person, I might say, sit your $5 asses down and shut the fuck up. But that's not who I am, so hey, it's all peace and love. It's all Twick family. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to say, uh, there's a new show with uh, Kiefer Sutherland on mm-hmm. Paramount Plus called Rabbit Hole. Mm. Um, the first two episodes are out. I think the third one drops today. The first episode was mind-blowing. It's like, like the, the Julianne Moore, John Lithgow, um, Justice Smith movie you were talking about. It's what, like every, every time you think you've got a handle on it, it pulls the rug out from under your feet. Um, really worth a watch. Not sure if it, it, it might turn out to be great, it might sound to be mid, but so far it's good. Uh, okay, peace and blessings to everybody, apart from the Craig David perpetrators. <laughs> Y'all can rot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a snowfall. Uh, that's it. I'm out. Peace. Yo, I that got, was funny as fuck. I, I, I just realized I got a new hobby or guilty pleasure. Is I be on YouTube um, watching black people from across the pond talk to mm-hmm. each other. And like 
black people who actually look like me, mm-hmm. like dress and like like hold on hip and all the other shit. Mm-hmm. That shit is so fun because mm. like I can tell them being quote unquote hood, but it sounds so polite. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds so polite, mate. Like, nah, it's very little, and I learned this a long time ago, bro. It's going mad. When I was in Atlanta, our um. One of the, I think she was a receptionist at my my job down there. Um, she was a British white woman, right? But young, she was going to Georgia Tech. Um, it was like a little side job, make a couple extra bucks for her, whatever. Um, but <laughs> she was like one of them like people not from America who have like embraced like hip hop as a culture and shit. So she was super cool. Um, but when she would not be answering phones and would talk to you regularly. She would just be saying like the wildest hoodest shit in the world, but it sounds so sweet. Yeah. And back then, I used I learned early, it don't really matter what they say if you got that British accent. I used it to, sound cool, dog. I follow this one YouTube page, and it's a bunch of guys. They do a dungeon. I think it's like Asylum House or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they do a bunch of little talk show shit. I randomly found these niggas called Shits and Gigs. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of them? Uh, no. I know AJ, you've probably heard of them, but yo. He probably in shits and gigs. He one of them. You pr- look, if it, whichever nigga look like Kane, that's AJ. Well, look, let me let me let me show you, dog. Um if one of these which one of these you look you think looks like um Oh shit. Gonna say homeboy was getting breastfed. Oh, that's AJ, and he don't look like Kane. (laughs) On your wedding day, you're just walking around, and then you bump into a room where your groom to be or your husband Husband to be be. is getting breastfed by his mother. Earth shaking experience that opens up a world of questions. I wonder how to address the audience. If I'm the feeder, no one's addressing me. No one's talking to me. I'll wipe my mouth. (laughs) I'll walk out. Why should I deal with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lived, I know I'm sick. Yeah, I've lived this life secretly for 35 yeah, years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the secret's out. You think I'm not ready to relocate? Yeah. You yeah. think I didn't have contingencies? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. You man yeah. think I didn't expect this to happen You one must day. have thought I didn't need my milk. Say yeah. less. <laughs> Say less. You um, that's who I think AJ looks like. No, that's 1,000. And guess who he kind of looks like? Craig David, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> hey, I'll fuck with Craig David, though. Yo. The um, joint he did with uh, Most Def and... Uh, uh, Feral Mosh, the Oh No remix. Oh yeah, Oh No, look at and his part was called on there. Yeah, For sure. yeah, yeah. Yo, man, AJ, you could be a lot worse than Craig David, bro. He had hits. All right, my man uh, D Scott. He said that's ball game, nigga. <laughs> Hitman Holler. <laughs> I'm, I be, I love like D Scott little preview because it lets you know whether the note finna be a D Scott like type note Hitman. or not. Yeah, old Hitman was the Hitman we acknowledge. <laughs> New Hitman, it, it don't hit the same. Like, I don't know what's going on with him, dog. It's like Lux. This Week in Culture, what up, though? It's your boy D. Scott. Houston tapping in. Uh, got a few thoughts real quick. Um, I don't never need to see two men have sex on my screen. Power could have done without that this, ep- this episode. This show, this iteration of the show doesn't really need sex scenes. Because like you and I always say, it doesn't further any plots or anything. It's just for, I guess, fanfare or attract eyes or whatever. But one of my biggest issues of this episode was Tariq when he was talking to Effie. There is no way in hell that Tasha was the brains behind the 
James St. Patrick Criminal Organization. I don't care what anybody says. She could barely uh, hustle drugs out of that daycare <laughs> without that uh, one nigga running down on her five minutes after opening. Like, come on. We uh, listened to the old episodes of the pod back in the uh, original Power. You always always bring up about why Tariq hates ghosts, and it's because he didn't take Tariq to that New York Knicks game that one night when the Jamaicans ran down on him. But the way Tariq talks about ghosts, you have to think there's something more to that because he can't hate your dad that much and say you're better than him, you're smarter than him, and your mom's are brains. Ghosts ain't never had to go into witness protection. But anyways, look at this episode. What was the purpose of bringing on Red Man? If you're just going to change him out this season. I don't know him personally, but I don't think he's busy. Or doing <laughs> tours or making music. You could have kept him on the show. At least for continuity, continuity purposes. I messed that word up. Continuity. But continuity. anyways, I don't know. That nigga said, Something think, seems sketchy about Diana's little boyfriend. No, no, no. What, I got to rewind that? <laughs> you got to put it in subtitles or something? <laughs> I don't know. Look at this episode. What was the purpose of bringing on Red Man <laughs> if you're just going to change him out this season? I don't know him personally, but I don't think he's busy <laughs> or doing tours or making music. You could have kept him on the show, at least for continuity purposes. I messed that word up. Hey, you know, I just realized but, that when I say remix it, people who don't know who Hitman Hot, they don't no, get the remix. No, they don't. Um, but I needed to I listen back to that. I fucking hate when he does that shit. Continue it to T. <laughs> yeah, D Scott. <laughs> Y'all niggas is battling for titles right now. He just battled a uh, easy to block captain. Yeah, and I heard he got washed. I ain't watch it, so I don't know yet. It can go either way. Okay. All right. I like that better than hearing he got washed. He I don't. I don't like washed. to hear my nigga got washed. He washed. Okay. It can be 2-1 either way. Okay. All right. That sounds more about what I thought. 2-1 either way. That's what I expected. Um, don't, uh, oh, Easy want to battle Twerk. But I don't feel like Twerk want to battle that nigga. I don't know. I don't know. That's a wild name for a male battle rapper. Yeah. I do appreciate that he spelled it differently than like. I, I guess I, I appreciate or I can respect him not, him doubling down and not changing his name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like. Years ago when we was doing our music shit uh, We had a song that said I make it make it rain mm-hmm. The definition of make it rain has changed Since then <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. not what we, we weren't talking about Throwing money in the strip club That wasn't That's a fact That wasn't it That's a so fact So now the song sound differently You know <laughs> Anyway I respect that Why All was right. that nigga named Twerk Like New Jersey Twerk That's weird I don't get it I don't get it Like that nigga though He's, he's had a hell of a coming out And then you know Shit got a little weird for a minute Created a lot of shit in battle rap Cause all them niggas is doing that now Like Alright Back to my man D Scott Anyways I don't know Something seems sketchy about Diana's little boyfriend Cause You just happen to Google your girlfriend's Or your student's dad Like come on now Even I'm not that weird <laughs> Anyways I'm gonna need Braden to man up because you gotta shoot that man. <laughs> and, uh, do what the plan says because last season you was about to you was ready to kill the jeweler, but you don't want to kill the Russian Crazy. guy. Like, come on now. 
Kane got to be smarter. You can't give up the whole play. Kane, how do you know that it was a white man that's supposed to kill the Russian? How do you know that that fast? Like, they see through your bullshit. You're smart, but you're not that smart. But there's so many plots going on in this show. Y'all both brought this up many times, but looks like next episode, judging by the trailer, these niggas running guns now. So they got running drugs, running guns. You got the the gay plot line with Drew and the uh, homeboy, the, the new plugs or whatever, premieres or whatever. You got Tariq. You got all this, all these different plot lines. Like it's too much. When I thought Diana wanted to go to college, that way she could learn the drug game, get smart to help the family out. She like she was scared to take the drugs from Lorenzo. She looked shook. Where'd that come from? I'm gonna need her to stop sneaking around because the first the first season she was cool as fuck. She seemed like she was down, but now she's snitching. She's talking shit about her family, how they don't want her around, and all this other kind of stuff. Like I'm not getting where they're taking her character. But I have a problem with Davis giving up the whole play to Sachs. You didn't need to tell him that you killed somebody and that you're trying to get your brother off because you don't trust Sachs anyway. But yeah, you know, told him your whole plot, your whole plan or whatever. That doesn't seem smart. You could at least held something close to the vest. But I've been rambling on long enough. But anyways, uh, there won't be a part two because it's already gone long enough. So anyways, till next week. Peace. Peace, D. Scott. Sex already figured that shit out. Factual. So like, it ain't really enough for me to hide. You figured it out. Like, you was, you was literally about to say it. And he was like... No, I got you, money. I did that shit. <laughs> like so, ain't like ain't like this admissible in court. Yeah, my man D Scott said there wouldn't be a part two. Did he send a part two? You know he sent a part two. Um, but this one, uh, it just says he sent this an hour ago. It says drop one of clues bombs for Angel Reese and LSU basketball. So I'm guessing this ain't part two about yeah. power. I will say, our what's up? Right, I know, I know, I know. But I got one more thing. Uh, I saw this uh, conversation making the rounds on social media where people were talking about who's a better drug dealer, Franklin or Tariq. And we already know that Franklin's a better drug dealer than Tariq. But then people are also saying Franklin's a better drug dealer than Ghost. So I just want to get you boys' opinion on who's better at uh, drug, uh, drug dealing, Franklin or Ghost. And I just want to send a shout-out to uh, Storm Reed and Paige Hurt. Yeah, but anyways, until next week, peace. All right, unpopular opinion. Tariq is a better drug dealer. I don't see it. Because of how he's actually selling the drugs. Like, the fucking, that college app. Oh, nigga, that shit is genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, But you got caught. Quick. You ain't even go a whole semester working that motherfucker. Did he get caught like that though? Hey. Didn't no, but somebody like followed one of the one of his ops followed him. Like no, the, no, no. The it police was, um, didn't find out. No, no, no. I feel like where it got fucked up. Damn, what happened season two that fucked him up? It was like Effie and I feel Diana. Like, no, no, no. Diana and Drew. Diana came in, took his code off his phone. Her and Drew went up there, stole to work out the little brick locker joints or whatever. That's fucking ingenious, though. That whole course no, no, correct, no. the course correct idea is fucking genius. The plan is great. Like, I don't know. Like Franklin sells 
weight. He's a distributor. Like he mm-hmm. and he get his drugs from the government. Like that don't you don't get no. And to be fair, so was Ghost. Yeah, Ghost was a distro. Yeah, like, like so. for the like for New York, nigga. Yeah. Now, this is hard to do because these Snowfall more real, Power Ghost one realer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three. This is child's play. This is game. But like the way the 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 ways. That Tariq sells drugs or the mm-hmm. the play like this coffee shit with the crypto and it, nigga, that shit is genius. It's just another thing that y'all throw in, but like in real life, like them shows is it's, it's damn near hot. it's it's uncomparable because. Yeah. And I mean, when you throw in, you can't say shit about fucking Franklin to Tariq when you're talking about the technology that Tariq has available that didn't exist in 2022, yeah, 2023, yeah, yeah. in the yeah, 80s. That didn't exist in fucking 88, 89, 86. Like, like you're a better drug dealer when you have the, you created crack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, now, and that's so, uh, I know D Scott asked, you know, Franklin or Ghost, the nigga who fucking created crack distribution in his story. Probably I'm gonna pick that nigga before I pick the New York distro dog. I get it, but Ghost has never been arrested for selling drugs. Ghost had never got arrested for selling drugs. Franklin, well, shit, neither does Franklin. Franklin got arrested for murder, and Ghost got arrested for a murder he didn't commit. Um, but Franklin been working with the police this whole time. Hey, you gotta throw in snitch points, gotta subtract them. Um, but Franklin can fly a plane. <laughs> That's critical. If I sold drugs in the '80s and could fly a plane. I'd have been a bad motherfucker, dog. Cause them uh cocaine cowboy pilots was moving a lot of shit. And that was only cause them niggas ain't know how to the Teddy drug dealers ain't know how to fly. Yeah, Teddy Brother and shit. But that's why Franklin had to learn how to fly his own goddamn plane. Um, Ghost owned a club, which he was moving Ghost, work. Ghost watched his money well. Fam, the laundromats, the club. I'm so good at ghost drug dealing. I was Tate. I will say this though, Ghost is way better at murder than Franklin. Franklin may get the edge on the drug dealing, but at murder, fr- first of all, Franklin don't have a murder fit. Franklin's murdered more niggas than Ghost murdered. I don't know. Franklin had murdered I don't a bunch know. of niggas. Dog. Ghost was getting his shit off. Franklin picked up five bodies this season. <laughs> that was because he had to. Well, it's probably like well, seven. Yeah. If you <laughs> Ghost was going to look for the bodies. Franklin was in the living room. They came at him, nigga. I don't went, count self defense bodies. Ghost went vigilante and and stabbed a white man from a, an AA meeting. Hey, let's talk about this though. What would you put up against? And not saying which scene is better, but what would you put up against? Ghost scene with Rolla. From Franklin Like what scene Will we throw in there From Franklin Just to put him up against Not to To declare a winner But Impactfulness Is it uh Is it brick by brick It could be Brick by brick It could be You go in there You grab the first nigga You see And you beat the fuck Out of that nigga You beat the fuck Out of that You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Um It could be Bodies okay, Bodies yeah, Bodies Like it's so Yo No Damson Idris got, got clips. He got bro. like a who's who of that shit. Though. Yeah, man. He got the uh, last week. Well, tell me, Queen Louie. Man. What do you want? Because there's nothing I'm not prepared to do. Like, yeah. Franklin got a whole bunch of them bitches. That's a fact. Oh, That's a fact. No, let's, let's not go into the season three finale when he was he went crazy. Dream State. Him went crazy on the motherfucking admissions dude. Oh, in when college. they was trying to get him out the classes and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. we never knew which one of them actually happened because it was yeah. a bunch of different versions. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was a great singing. And she really snapped on dog. I know we forgot that Franklin got into the to the drug shit on some alleged black power shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, mm-hmm. Y'all been impressing my people type shit. Mm-hmm. So oh, I can't wait till Thursday, my nigga. Well, Wednesday. <laughs> um, so it's funny, last week when we recorded the Snowfall joint, um, I hadn't seen the trailer for this week. And I'm thinking like, yo. And now I watched the trailer earlier today. I caught it on Twitter. I'm like, yo, off that trailer, it's a lot of shit happening on Thursday night, dog. I don't think that trailer shows what we think is happening. Oh, you know a trailer gonna fucking give you some some different, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mentioned it last week, I didn't realize you didn't see the trailer. Yeah, I hadn't seen it, so all that shit was a shock to me. So when I said, Franklin said to Louis or to Oso was. When they was having that conversation about the cat or whatever, mm-hmm, he like, but mm-hmm. but basically he gotta believe that he set the trap. Yeah. So that shit next week, I don't know if him and Louie is really going at it or did Louie help him set Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so who we'll find out. And and that's the thing, right? I, I'm looking at that trailer, I'm like, wait, is that Scully Dragon Franklin? Like it looked like Scully pulled back hair was the person like pulling yeah. the Franklin looking nigga. And when when uh Teddy Carr p- pull up Louis is punching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this could be part of the plan. Facts. You gotta, you gotta make gotta it. Gotta make it look like something. Yeah, Yo, if so I draw this nigga I in, hope that's what's happening. Yeah, because <laughs> if she's just going in on my nigga Franklin, uh, and shit. both Louis and Teddy want to kill this nigga, who gonna spare him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it was also a well, part of that. Kill Franklin episode eight. That'd be fire. Creatively, that would be fire. It would also because that's be, a risk. No, dude, because that should have been like yo. I think niggas will turn on Snowfall. No, no, no. I think niggas will turn on Angela Lewis. Oh. Specifically. Like Did you see the pictures of her with the baby? Yeah. It yeah. was in the comments like, well, yo, we like the baby now, but we're not fucking with you right now. Yeah. And that and you know what though? I I normally like I always say motherfuckers is crazy when they like tie characters and actors to one another. But what she's doing on Twitter in going so hard for Aunt Louie's character every week. It's to the point where now it's like, you know what? Y'all going to argue with her, dog. Y'all, y'all going to fuss and fight with her, man. But if something, just saying, happened to Franklin before the finale, episode eight or nine, I would be afraid for Angela Lewis from Detroit. Like, I would need her to leave L.A. and get back here and let me and Shorty hide her out somewhere, dog. Because, no, nigga, they would fucking riot and storm her goddamn home, dog. All right, man, my man Rob Silva, y'all already know what it is. Third member of the pod, the God, he sent in a voice note, our final one before we get to the review. Rob, what up? Peace and blessings to you and your fam, bro. What's up, fellas? Trash-ass show, trash-ass episode. I'm tired of this power go shit. But I want to um, inform the listeners and you great fellas about a podcast that Amari Hardwick recently appeared on that I think is recommended listening for all of us. I really got a kick out of it. It's John Bernthal's podcast. I didn't know how close him and Amari are in real life. They break down a whole lot of things. Amari talks about his career, how he got the role of Ghost, and his transformation since leaving the Power Universe and a role that he really, really wants to play. And I think he'll body it. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything. Just ladies and gentlemen out there in the, 
I don't even like saying Twick Universe. In the This Week in Culture Universe, I'd highly recommend it. And if you guys ever do listen, because I know Aunt Jay, you don't listen to other podcasts because you guys are too fucking busy. <laughs> but if you get a chance, it's about 45 to 50 minutes of a great conversation between John Bernthal and Amari Hardwick. Until next time, peace and blessings. Rob, I beat you to it, man. I watched it already, dog. I watched it a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, I fuck with John Bernthal, and I thought they had a really good conversation. Um, I do think um, Omari Hardwick is slightly crazy, though. Mm. Not crazy as, like, he gonna harm himself. No, 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 I get what you're saying. Like, or slightly delusional. Yeah. And I think you have to be, you have to have a little bit of delusion about yourself, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I, that was a, it was an excellent conversation, and... To your point, Rob, I had no idea that they were so close. Um, Rob, I just downloaded the episode as we uh, as Jay spoke, um, so I'm gonna go ahead and check that out. Uh, it'll it'll probably be something that I play during my commute to and from work. Um, if it's only you know about an hour or so, um, it's something that I'll definitely be able to uh, to get through. I'm looking at it now; it's 53 minutes. I can get done with that later in the week, but I'm gonna definitely check it out. I appreciate the recommendation. Um, and yeah, man, I I do my best to listen to other pods specifically ones that are like as far away from what jay and i discuss as possible i listen to shop talk i listen to my man macho shit i listen to rob shit um i've but, been watching youtube lately yeah i watch I, I didn't listen to the pod. i watched it on youtube got you i ain't got all my video shit in a minute man um but i have been listening to uh to as much as i can and obviously i listen back to uh to me and jay to make sure we ain't uh we ain't get ourselves canceled out here um John Bernthal uh, has a wonderful podcast, though. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. It's like uh, one of them. I know y'all don't like Joe Rogan, but like on Joe Rogan shit, like you can have anybody on that pie. Yeah. And it's going to be a cool conversation. Yeah. John Bernthal is a conversationalist. Yeah. Yeah. He has unique perspectives on things. And that shit just always seems so personal with him. I'm going to for sure get into it because um, I know we went into, uh, what was that? We own this city. Um, I was like, you know, I'm up and down on John Bernthal. He has some moments where I ain't really feeling him and some where I'm like, yo, he's a solid actor. And then we own this city. And then uh, um, what was my joint on Showtime that got canceled? American Gigolo. Yeah. Um, he, he made me a fucking believer, man. He's a really, really phenomenal actor. And um, as I watched those two shows... I started to read up and learn more about him. Um, and yeah, he just seems interesting as fuck, man. And, and really, again, super, really, really talented actor. Um, I think I just, I put the Punisher uh, movie or show, Netflix show, whatever that Punisher was that he was on. I think I put that on his jacket and like couldn't get it off him. But my nigga is fucking great, man. So I'm going to definitely check his pod out. I think he's playing the Punisher in the Marvel Universe, too. Yeah. Now, see, I won't be mad at it if they do it right. But I didn't. That show, I don't know. I, I It was dark. It. I mean, it was Netflix. So yeah, like yeah, All yeah. the Netflix, like the Daredevil was dark as fuck. True, true. You know what I'm saying? It was dark and it was dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man, let's get into, uh, let's get into Power Season 3, Episode 3 of, uh, Power Book 2, Ghost, Tariq. I've been wanting to say this shit. Uh, my favorite character this episode was Kane again. I think Kane ran this episode for sure. The funniest shit in the world. Let me see if it's the same part me and Shorty laughed. This nigga said, nigga, that shit sound made up. 
When he told him, oh, dog name, <laughs> Salim Ashe Freeman. <laughs> he said, nigga, that shit sound mad. Like, because I'm th- I was thinking the same thing, but he yeah. said it like he meant it. Like, nigga, that shit sound made up. I I, I I laughed. I rewound that shit and laughed again. Like, Salim Ashe Freeman. Where are we going? Where are we going? What are we doing? What's happening? Um, While we're on Salim, I want to say this right up front. It don't. T- I hate that character, dog. I don't know if I, I'm putting it 100% on the actor. I don't believe him being you Diana's love interest at all, bro. Diana, wasn't you just a. I, I felt like Diana was a virgin before she fucked Tariq. Yeah, I thought so too, but now she letting uh, niggas pop for A. Like, nigga. Nigga, easy A. You remember that movie? Easy A. <laughs> like, damn, on TV, it's easy as hell to fuck. Bro. Dog came through bird chest out. She had a sweater on in bed, and that nigga was butt naked. I was like, "Sir, damn, dad walked in like, yo, yo, Lorenzo came in that bed. <laughs> What's that, sir? And then you already didn't Google me. <laughs> you already know what time it yo, is, my nigga. Well, don't Google me if you don't want to learn shit about me that you might not want to know. Don't Google me, dog. Um, what I will say is that fucking approach was weird as shit when he walked up on her like hey now it all makes sense after hearing you talk in class about your family because i googled you and your family and your dad and those manslaughter charges and the drug bro you still get that nigga some pussy after that? yo diana weak as fuck you get that nigga some pussy after judging your dad's manslaughter and drug charges Getting dismissed They got dismissed On a technicality I mean come on I mean them some strong charges <laughs> Nah Nah Hey nah. some strong give, charges give, give Salim to Drew Yo Send him over there man He he seemed like a He, he drew down <laughs> He drew down nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Um I hate that character And I'm shocked that Diana Let that nigga get some pussy Did she smash Or did she get interrupted With that Or Pops No 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 Pops came in on a different scene Oh okay Pops came in They was on the couch that's that. It was that scene later when they was in bed, and that nigga Salim ain't had no damn shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I ain't need that. I was like, bro, this nigga look goofy as fuck. And I hate that y'all named him Salim Ashe Freeman. Like, I never want. I'm totally with Kane on that. That shit sound fake and made up. And you are a loser, nigga. I feel like Kane or Woody freestyled that shit. <laughs> he probably did. He been funny all season so far. I know it's only been three episodes, but like when he called Braden Tom Brady. Nigga, I laughed audibly, dog. And, like, I, and I also believe that next week he, him and Brandon has an issue because he realizes you ain't no killer. Mm. So who killed old girl if she's supposed to oh, be yeah. dead? And I, it's it's very intentional that they brought that up, yeah. right? Like, yo, now it was one thing he put on J- Braden jacket that I didn't love when he was like, you didn't kill the Russian nigga. And then... What'd he say? He said, you didn't kill the Russian. Oh, and then you called Drew last week to kill the trainer. So who killed the snitch bitch? Nigga, I was never going to kill that trainer, bro. He worked at my job. <laughs> like, he worked for my family, nigga. I was, the way you ain't want to be involved in killing the Russian. Well, don't say you going to do it then. No, nah, nigga, we going to, but nigga, I asked you to do it and you ain't show up. <laughs> you was over there beating up the fucking GTG who you knew didn't kill Zeke. Like, Nigga, that's you didn't kill who I asked you to kill, so I ain't kill who you asked me to kill. Somebody made a um, this is Scarface and uh, you want who I, you wet who I want wedded. I wet who you want wedded. Any nigga can get it. Facts. A favor for a favor. Um, 
somebody did a voice note and mentioned that uh, once Monet finds out that Kane knew this whole time, it's up with them. Yeah, and like yeah. how you 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 gonna plan you gonna keep this shit forever? You know you ain't never talked to your daddy like this before, dog. Yeah. So all right. Let's let's talk about that for a minute. We we mentioned it last week. Like yo, when Lorenzo was in prison, they definitely made this nigga seem like Ghost 5.0. You know what I'm saying? Like he really had queens on fucking lock. He was moving niggas from prison. You know what I'm saying? He made moves. He seemed to have shit on lock. And then since he been home, I mean this nigga's been a bitch to just about everybody who come in that fucking house, dog. Um. This episode, Kane was not only talking to him crazy, he had him jumped. Had the Jamaican, uh, Jamaica Ave niggas jump this nigga and say, yo, that's for fucking Drew and Zeke. Like, you lucky that that's only what I did because you killed my fucking brother. I mean, you also had me jumped. By the cops, that's a fact. In the, in the, in the prison. But I had you jumped for disrespecting your mama. You gonna jump me for, for disrespecting killing your brother? Your, yeah, and disrespecting my mama. Come on, man. Nigga, you killed my mama's son. Nigga, that's your mama biscuit. I don't, you know what I'm saying? That's your mama, mama biscuit. You kill my mama bird. You kill my mama bird, not my mama bird, nigga. Um, but not only did you have first of all, in the grand scheme of TV shows, having your dad jumped is <laughs> <laughs> Like let's talk about it And watch it And watching them niggas Beat up your dad And then telling your dad You lucky I, I called them niggas off Woo, Them Jamaica shit. Ave niggas Was ready to Hey Man, Call I, them GTG niggas over here Yo that's crazy Having your dad <laughs> Yo That nigga beat the fuck up Like And then he light skinned So this nigga Was like really battered Like Kane lip was busted When the cops jumped on him Nigga Lorenzo Knocked yo. the dick off that nigga neck <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit <laughs> I put the dick on the track <laughs> I put the needle to the groove 500 500 feet punches and <laughs> Yo oh, Yo man. This is what's also really wild <laughs> Nobody asked Lorenzo What happened <laughs> Yo, Monet said, "What the fuck happened with your face?" Yo, Nobody said nothing. Yo. That nigga just beat the fuck up for no reason. Bro, that nigga came to Diana dorm room. That nigga face looked like uh, <laughs> Big D or <sighs> and Leon face combined. Yo, he walked in his daughter's dorm room, begging her to sell drugs for him. <laughs> beat the fuck up in the face, and she never said, "Poppy, what happened?" Yo, let me ask you a question. Why they be talking like Rosie Perez when they say, "Poppy"? Like this nigga, Bobby. this nigga light skin. They be mad American till they say Bobby. All of y'all mm -hmm. are selling drugs for Nomo, mm -hmm. or she gonna kill y'all. Yo, calling her Nomo is funny as fuck. Right. So the African man says, "Nomo ain't been on here since she chopped that white lady hand off." So Effie, how do you got enough time to sell even more drugs and not get that money to man? Man, man, you're cutting weight. You're going on a magical journey to all these schools that Rob Silver already told us you can't go to in a day. They also bring your uh, Asian Yo. Live Matter 
girlfriend. Back. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that was her girl at Yale. Um, and all y'all just sell drugs. Yo, why she was so loud in the parking lot? How much it cost to go to Yale? Um, apparently Effie was there on a scholarship because she had Stansfield broke. Like, cause she said she was had a number in mind to pay for yeah. college and grad school. Like, how much does it cost? Sold drugs for like freshman year at Is least. It, am I am I talking like four hundred thousand? But yo, here's what's wild: you was also selling drugs in high school and cut Tariq out by getting him kicked out of school, nigga. Where's your? What is everyone doing with their money? How many years has it been? What yo, grade are y'all in? Yo, nigga, the beginning of the episode, Tariq and Brayden was in there getting fitted for suits by the fucking most expensive tailor looking nigga in New York, and they had uh, Davis there with them, like they was buying him one as a thank you. I said, I'm looking for a watch. You got a guy? Yeah, nigga, the store. Nigga, more importantly. Go to the mall, nigga. Go get an apartment and a car. What the fuck? I'm glad they finally addressed it, but. Yo, but then back to Effie, right? Yo, why y'all making her? I feel like they kind of dumbing her down a little bit financially, right? Like, you give her the raggedy car. I noticed one out of every outfit is like some fly shit. But then the rest of her fits be kind of like, eh, she low. She really looking like a college kid. What's she doing with the money? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yo, speaking of they fit, something I noticed. And I, I confirm this. I've watched every single episode of Power Ghost, season one to three, to confirm this. I watched them in fast forward, so don't worry about it. They don't give Drew no fits. <laughs> yo, yo, fucking Kane and Diana... Be fucking Louis Gucci down to the socks. We already know what Monet doing. She dressing like Floyd Mayweather. Motherfucking Tariq. We already know him and Brayden is a myriad gods. This nigga Drew had on a plaid shirt. I be forgetting about that this is Meth and Mary. Yeah. Yeah. On screen. At the One same of the greatest hip hop songs ever made. I be forgetting. Probably, arguably the greatest hip hop R&B collab ever. Ever. You all that I need, I'll be there for you. If you can't act, I can't act too. <laughs> That's what they doing, dog. It's fucking wild, bro. Meth and fucking Mary. Are you pulling up the joint from the other no, day? I'm looking at something. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you was pulling up the uh when you posted that shit. Oh, I did. Didn't yeah, I? yeah. I, I, I thought to, you was pulling that up. I forgot to post day three. Oh shit. <laughs> um, but no, dog. Uh, Drew don't got no fits, and I don't really love that they playing the god like that. Cause I, I feel like you know what I'm saying, like on some, you know what I'm saying. On <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking funny, dog. But no, dog. Like you know what I'm saying, on some, on some gay shit, bro. Like. Get my nigga some fits, dog. Like he be dressing, you know what I'm saying? Like get that nigga. He go. He in the same family as them, bro. Y'all get that nigga a fucking Amiri shirt or something, bro. Don't do him like that, cause he, uh, Alphabet Boys, man. Don't do him like that. That's fucked up. Power, sick of y'all. Anyway, um, yo. So on the life of me, for real, I finally figured out why I hate the classroom scenes. Because whatever's on the board, like, as a nigga who did a lot of college, two majors in four years, I did a lot of college. Class don't start like that, dog. Them niggas write that shit and come in like, human capital, what does that mean? 
Bitch, teach me. Man, they be so the the and the kids be ready. <laughs> the fucking words be so like human capital, nigga. Human trafficking. Like I don't fucking bro, know. Like bro. it's so vague, bro. <laughs> she walking that bitch like shop talk. What does that mean? And then they be like, shop talk is the like nigga class do not work like that, bro. First of all, you're not teaching me anything. <laughs> Every week you come in here and ask me what the shit means and then like give me props when I cite a fucking famous quote or some shit. Nigga, teach me what human I never learned what human capital was. I just heard from twelve different students what they thought shit meant. Shit is weird, bro. They should put on the on the, on the wall. Canonical studies. <laughs> Yo, what does it mean? <laughs> Yo, I hate Tariq voice. I just do not like this nigga at all. Like, he might be, of all the drug shows, he's the only one who I want to get caught. Like, I want to see Reed get caught and go to 100 years for his sins. Because you killed the God. And you suck. Like, all these ideas is cool, but he not believable to me, bro. And it was over next basketball game. Fam, oh, 100%. That nigga hate his dad. Fam, let's talk about Elephant in the Room, man. Let's just go ahead. We there. That nigga said... My mom, he said we could be just like my mom and dad, but better. Because my mom was the brains behind the operation, but it was my dad who fucked everything up. That's exactly why you got the game fucked up. Tariq, you will always lose if you thought Tasha was the brains behind anything. You don't know your father. Fam, you don't know your mama. Your mama was the brains behind a failed daycare that didn't last a year and had two babies. I'm going to teach you how to be better than it goes. Bitch, you was a rat. Fam, literally. Your girl was still in purses. You didn't want your man to stop selling drugs. Come on, fam. Not only that, yo. Or stealing earrings. Didn't Lala steal some earrings? Yeah. Or no, that was Holly that stole them earrings. Oh. Um, I think Lala took her purse. I think that was the thing. Or like borrowed it and never gave it back. Some shit like that. She was a fucking roach. But, Tariq, your mom cooked the numbers on the fucking businesses. That was her only purpose. Nigga. And she was good at it. I'm not taking that away from Tasha. That's why Ghost had her go to fucking college. And do all the great shit that she did. Because she was good with the numbers. nigga. But she played a part. She played a role. She wasn't the mind behind this shit. She wasn't even good enough to be the mind. Again she couldn't barely sell drugs out to daycare. And be honest with you. They added that. Um, way later They added that You was doing the book shit Way fucking later Cause ain't nothing about her In the first season The first episode Said I'm an accountant Well here's the thing I don't think she was Ghost accountant I feel like she was doing shit For the um For the laundromats At first And then when the club And all that shit Came along I feel like Ghost Had his own shit Popping But then It was when uh When she, Her and Tommy Started moving weight out Keisha uh, Beauty salon that's when she started doing the books. And nigga Tommy was like, yeah, she's great with this shit, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, oh, okay, we actually learned that she was at least at some point involved in a business. But she wasn't the fucking brains, nigga. All she did was fucking uh, call the cops on Kanan and say his taillight was busted. Like, that's the brains behind Tasha, bro. So, Reek saying that, you a hoe-ass nigga, boy. And I'm really tired. Yo, if I'm Omari Hardwick, not Ghost, not James St. Patrick. If I'm Omari Hardwick, 
How many more episodes of them clowning ghosts do we got before I start fucking spazzing on the internet, nigga? Because y'all not going to keep saying that this fucking character wasn't shit. Tariq smarter than him. The brains was Tasha. Now, like, no. At a, at a certain point, this iconic character that I created, y'all not going to keep clowning like he was some weak-ass nigga, bro. But Tariq don't know. Like, Tariq, Tariq literally doesn't know. When By the time he got into God of Age, it was just him and Tasha. You know what I'm saying? He is law. He blinded. He think his mama was the king. The you better have sex or somebody. Yeah. So it's either Reek don't know, don't show, or don't give a fuck about what Ghost did in the hood. Okay? That nigga was a dist. Bro, Ghost was uh, Mecca or Noma. I don't know. I don't know who the real fucking distro was because it was Mecca. But now Noma said that nigga sold dope first. I don't fucking know, nigga. Noma was Lobos. And Mecca was ghost. That's the level your pops was on, Tariq. That beautiful ass penthouse y'all lived in, nigga. You live in a dorm, bro. Your mama live in Witsec. She ain't the brains, nigga. She can't figure this shit out and neither can you. Y'all niggas gonna keep creating course corrects and perfects and fucking all cap, no frap. Whatever the fuck. Like that's a good that's a smart ass idea, dog. That idea is cool. That fucking name is trash. Um but I like the idea. I wasn't mad at the idea. I because other hand, uh, besides that, y'all niggas just in that bitch selling hand to hand or selling drugs in a club. Well, like, yeah, the, I mean, the just... weight training nigga had a a good fucking thing going on, nigga. Hey, I'm putting protein powder packs in your locker and it got coke in it. That shit with the with the with the fake lockers or the brick wall, nigga. That shit is genius. No, no, no. That shit is genius, but that shit is old. How is that still a thing? Like if this got caught and wiped out and then Brayden admitted to course correct. Right, but it didn't get caught by others. It got caught internally. But he told on court or at, on the stand in court what he was doing. So I'm like, he never said where the fucking drugs was? Like, nigga just and I ain't go back and check that scene to because see what that he said. But because, I'm like, nigga. He was in court on something different. That was on wasn't um I forget well, what his brother was gonna take the stand. And he told his brother fake sick and but I'll the, take the stand for but you. The case was against Tariq, but wasn't the case against for like murder or something? Um this was for What was Tariq case last week? I mean last season. Because uh, it wasn't about you selling drugs. Like we didn't catch a bunch of drugs and try to put like Brayden took the stand and basically said, nah. They whole idea that Tariq did this to cover up that he was a drug. Oh, it was about old boy that murder. The the professor. Oh, you right, you right, you right. Uh, dog that was and fucking they, with. They Karen. whole idea was yo he murdered him because he was about to expose that he was selling drugs. Yeah, he's like, well, nigga, I sold drugs. Yeah. yeah. So I said that, but like y'all can't technically prove that I did. Yeah. Y'all don't got no. Y'all didn't see no hand to hand or shit like that. So like, and I t- I did course correct. I. Told all that shit. No one yeah. figured it out. No one knew about that. Now internally, with me and my people was beefing. Yeah, Diana went in my phone and like how off like Diana went in my phone and got the codes and y'all stole the drugs. I just my thing with specifically with the lock because Tariq and them ain't using lockers no more. They got a whole new thing. Braden got a warehouse owned by Western Holdings that don't nobody use. But with Effie specifically, you're doing the same lockers, which I'm like. Did Reek give you the plug, like the okay to go ahead and start using them? Like, how you get a code? Because you ain't go here last year, so this wasn't your thing. But using the same lockers, he took her up there. 
Effie? Yes. I remember him taking Diana up there. He took Effie up there? Yeah, and remember her, Effie came down the steps and then ran into Diana. And then it was a big thing, like, oh, shit, you No, took- no, no. That was, so on this episode, Effie was up there dolo. I'm talking about last season. And it was a thing, like, damn, you going to take her up to our spot? Mm. Like, it was, and the whole thing about. I feel about, like I kind of remember that. The whole thing about you basically telling me I should leave Tariq alone. And oh, no, no, you- no. That was, I think. That was when he took Diana up there, and they came down and ran into um, Effie at the bottom of the steps or some shit. Like it was something like that, bro. I feel like he had Diana on the roof. I could be wrong. I'll go back check it. But all that say, Effie, you on the roof in the same little brick lockers, which was brilliant last year. They hot this year, and then instead of course correct, you create course perfect, and you run in the same play. I don't know that. Well, Brayton didn't go in there and say, yo, we was moving into some fake bricks. Yeah, but even if he didn't, course perfect. Like, this is the same play that already got called out. That's a wild, like, I ain't mad at her saying, yo, Reek, like, I need this extra dough. I really feel like I need to sell here. Even though I feel like that cuts into y'all bottom line with the Noma chick. But, all right, cool. Sell you some drugs. Make some little extra cash, whatever. Work on your savings. But, nigga, you doing the exact same way we was just selling it? Like, Nigga, when I told you it was hot on campus, I meant that idea specifically. Like, you ain't got nothing new? Recreate her idea, nigga. You make her an all-cap, no-frap type idea, dog. Because course perfect, she going to be caught the fuck up. I don't see Effie not getting in trouble for course perfect this season, bro. Like, I, I feel like that's coming. What you think about Chris from The Wire on there? Um, So, between Chris from The Wire and then the dude that plays Braden's uncle... Um, who I've seen him in a few shows, million little things, couple other shows on uh on Fox back in the day. I like them bringing in good actors. Seeing Chris from The Wire made me think, hmm, what is this gonna be, right? And then I start seeing a play when uh when him and Reek had that convo because he's a you know super billionaire, one of the wealthiest people in the world, blah blah blah. When him and Reek talked, and he told Reek, yo. A thousand like low budget customers is better than a hundred high end customers or some shit like what a however you worded it. I learned that in uh Mr. Apple economic class yeah. in uh ninth grade at Comcast. I mean, uh what you call that shit? Cast. Mm. <laughs> nigga about <laughs> Comcast, nigga. <laughs> but no, Cast Tech. And it was about we was mm-hmm. it was talking about like uh M and M's, like yo, I can sell X amount of M&M's You know At a 89 cent To a dollar a piece And I sell it To such and such But if I drop them bitches Down to 50 cent And more people Can buy them yeah. And I'll make up What I lose On per yeah. On volume Yeah And that's And he told Reek It's the idea behind The five dollar This week in culture Facts Cause it could be higher Facts And it will be <laughs> Well There will be higher up. Op- Options, we'll say that. But um he told him this is how you fucking get the market, nigga. You go in there and basic and he told him if you can take a slight loss in profit, you come in and lower your prices, gain much more fucking customers at the lower price, and you'll make up for that eventually. But I only do that shit if you can take the slight loss. Cause you're gonna take an L, nigga. So with this coffee, no frap, all cap, whatever shit, um, that's the plan, right? Yo, we're going to take a couple losses on profits initially, 
But eventually we'll get so many fucking custos on Wall Street because now they walk around with coffee cups with fucking coke in the bottom of them bitches. We'll be so good by the, you know, end of the next month or two. Nigga, whatever we lose initially, we'll make up in a week. Nigga, like that's the plan. So he gave Reek an idea and what I thought his character, we've only seen him this episode, but I'm thinking like, okay, between him and Tariq and then Brayden's uncle and Brayden, they're going to learn a lot of business acumen from these two. And those is going to be like the things that they use and the gems that they use to actually fucking get involved with all the other shit that they're going to need to do to continue selling fucking weight. Because look like to D Scott point next week, they selling guns all of a sudden. nigga. And I do remember them saying Mecca was a drug and arms dealer. So, Hey, I told y'all be like Mecca. Now we got to introduce these arms, nigga. What up? So I think Tariq's going to use uh, Chris from the Wire's appearance and, and just part of the show as a way to learn more about business and money and finance so he can really figure out how to continue moving the shit that uh, Noma got him moving. I saw something online, asked a question. It was like, yo, power is good if you don't ask questions. Mm. So I just stop asking questions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you try to break it down on some logical sense, it's TV. It's not. Yeah. Gonna, it's not going to be logical. Yeah. And we're not trying to be realistic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So y'all got to suspend y'all. Y'all can't make. It's not real. Yeah. It's not going to make a bunch of sense. This is a. It's a. It's a soap opera made for 24 to 36 year olds. Nigga, this is soap opera made for fucking 19 year olds. Nigga, this shit is wild. Um, what you think? About because they kind of yo, I want to give them a salute. Since he joined the show, Lorenz Tate had my absolute favorite Tate moment, the most natural acting he's done since he's been on this show. He did look like him, bro. He looked like Lorenz Tate this one episode, too. Finally, bro. I was like, look at Tate. Yo, I said, yo, I need him in every scene he in to be with Keisha Sharp, bro. Because she brought out the best of acting, too. She's a real act, and she acts how she acts. Like, she's going to be her no matter what type of role y'all give her. She kills on screen because she's a really good fucking actress. She brought the best out of Lorenz Tate, dog, since he's been on power. That was such a natural scene for them in the, um, in the coffee shop. And I enjoyed it. We got the backstory on their relationship. We was going together and then she dumped him. But nigga, we seen each other in the airport. Shit, now nah, I miss you. And he was like, yo, since you dumped me, I put all my energy in my career, nigga. I ain't did shit else. I thought he went in for the kiss a little early. Well, she did too, cause she hezzy, nigga. We had the hezzy last week. She for sure was like, "Hey, hey," but then she grabbed that nigga face with the two hands, nigga. When a girl two hand face you, god damn it, I'm not, nigga. Like she got at him, dog. But he did go for the kiss when it wasn't like ripe. Like I'm like, nigga, this not the moment. <laughs> like, yeah, this my, not the moment. Yo, nigga. when my nigga said I miss you, <laughs> he meant that shit, dog. Um, but I did appreciate that moment with her and Tate. Uh, what do the fucking DA and the cop want from him? Like specific, like he can't do shit else for y'all, dog. What do you think is going on with Drew and fucking all these niggas with the little card on their hand? Fam. So is this by chance? No, 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 no. That was the same nigga. So the nigga on Grinder was Frank's son that came through there and when them niggas came for the meeting in the apartment or whatever, all the little Frank sons, 
and Drew app his grinder app was going off saying your grinder match is 20 feet away, three feet away. Bing. And then I noticed it. Cause first I kind of wasn't paying attention to the grinder shit. It was on the second watch that I caught that. But what I noticed the first time I watched when Frank son came in there and Drew was like, he was like, Oh, Hey, you remember me? Uh, that's what the G nigga said. And Drew was like, yeah, I remember you. You used to be, and dog was like fat. Yeah, I know. And then that nigga put his hand behind his head, like fucking ravishing Rick Rude and shit. And I was like, yo, that's dog with the, but when he did it, you saw his yeah. wrist. And so that's the same nigga. I was like, I, that was it was weird. But now it's even weirder because I'm like, yo, which is now like you want us to kill them? You just fuck the nigga, fam. You I can't kill the nigga. What? But just, I'm like, because when Drew was hitting the the first nigga in the beginning, um, and then he kicked him out and told the nigga get the fuck out and dog walked by Kane. Kane was like, damn, another one. So I'm like, Drew, nigga, don't. Don't get that monster out here trying to wall out because Johnny Gill went to Oklahoma City, bro. Also, Slow down, nigga. Also, Drew just, down. Just, just also, you know, we sell drugs for a living. Can you stop having random people come by the spot where, like, can you, like, this will, like, can you not have people come here? Everybody knows where we live. Hey, Ma, at. Drew needs to move back in the house. Kane and Bray, or uh, Tariq and Brayden can live in Mia Mecca crib. Y'all niggas don't got apartments? Fam. Fam. First of all, for as hot as niggas keep saying it is on, where do Brayden live? Is he back home? Cause I need to understand that. Cause I feel like between Brayden admitting that he fucking created course correct, even though we know that wasn't true, it was reek shit. Um, and Brayden was just kind of part of the fucking financier. But between Brayden being in trouble with his parents and living back home, Tariq being in trouble with school but living on campus, and motherfucking. Kane and Drew got a whole ass penthouse. No, y'all two niggas need to move in here, bro. It's safer over here. And to your point, Drew, stop bringing these randos over here, bro. We don't do that, nigga. You and Johnny Gill was fine because that was your man. Diana, your family don't act like they don't need you. Your mama don't fuck with you because you told her business when she ain't want you to. Well, don't nigga, act like you you don't know why she mad at you. Fam, why does fucking Lorenzo think Diana can move a bag? What has she shown that says I can move weight, nigga? She not Mecca. You don't move weight. That ain't so your the new job. girl on campus about to just go find people to buy drugs. The new girl on campus who pops came home from a manslaughter and drug charge, and a new girl who lives in a Weston room. If I'm the daughter of Weston, well, shit, she was ordering coke. Yo, I went to school. I don't know that people do coke at the level that these motherfuckers are snorting coke on campus. God damn. He was in the black hole. <laughs> yeah. Hubbard would smoke a weed like a motherfucker, dog. I'll never forget freshman year. I ain't going to say my nigga name because he's still active. He low-key is funny. He got a fucking weed company now. <laughs> like, he got like a legit shit that's in stores or whatever for you to go purchase. But um, I walked up there. That nigga lived on my floor. That nigga was like, hey, you smoke? I was like, sure. <laughs> Went in that nigga dorm. He had a coffee table about this long. And it was like piles with names on them, nigga. That nigga said, these is the uh, blueberry mini weeds. Like on some shit, they spell shit. These are 20. Bro. These are 40. That nigga literally was like, these is the frosted mini weeds. These is the blueberry muffins. These is, I was like, fam, I don't. Where's the regular I want regular weed, weed, nigga. 
I am from Eight Mile and Myers. I want regular weed, nigga. I did buy the frosted mini weeds, though, because I thought them bitches was kind of fire. Anyway, I don't know that niggas doing crack like this. I'm like, Lil Weston, daughter, you a whole freshman, and you already in this bitch ordering packs off fucking Quartz Perfect. I just don't believe it, man. Um, Other shit. Oh, yo. Yo, what's up with your girl, Monet? Why she snitch on herself and GTG like that? Why she do that? Like, you that angry that you stupid? Come on, dog. Come on. This nigga say, yo, I got, uh, don't you got better things to do? Like looking for them guaps that killed Zeke? Side note. What's that then? ESPN says, Jill Biden wants LSU and Iowa at the White House. No, nigga, that's not how it works. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. That's not how it works. Nah. We, yo, yo, Jill. Yo, her and Joe got a got that mention. Side note, Lou Duvall mentioned this. Uh, y'all tripping, thinking that if y'all expose contradictions, that's gonna make them stop doing it, and it don't. Which is why I be so wild at like, how come it's okay when you do it? I don't. What you what you think that's about to do? Not a damn thing. Yeah, so sit down. Not a damn thing. Um. But no, Iowa is not welcome in the fucking White House. If Iowa show up there, LSU, I hope y'all fight. I want now. I want y'all to be whatever the fuck they saying y'all. Scrap them. Scrap every one of them. That's Ant telling you to do it, nigga. I one hundred percent promote that fight. If Iowa be at the White House too, nigga, y'all ain't both coming up here. Fuck out of here. We won that shit, bro. We can nigga. Do you know if they did that in like football, like niggas, it'll be a fight. If Georgia and uh, Bama was at the White House together and Georgia won, nigga, that ain't how this go, bro. Anyway, um, Monique snitched on herself, told the fucking crazy Detective Whitman cop, nigga, that stress, grief, like, bro, depression, guap. Why you tell them that nigga said I had no idea that the guaps were even involved in Zeke's killing. Now I'm going to continue investigating. Nigga said, I thought it was maybe somebody who mistook him for fucking uh, uh, Mecca, Dante Stallworth. What's that nigga name? Dante Spears. I'm like, nigga, he had it right, first of all, because it was a nigga who mistook him for Mecca. But now you got this nigga about to investigate the guaps. When he go investigate the guaps and they hear that you said their name, now the guaps is back at you if it's any left. Apparently, y'all keep killing all the guaps in New York. But... Whatever remaining guap stay coming to the Tejada house, bro. Um, real quick, something I wanted to ask you. Do you think Lorenzo will continue letting Kane hoe no. him? No. He finna dad up on that nigga. And I'm hoping it's episode four. But I don't think it's going past episode five before he bossed. Because it was a scene when uh when Kane told that nigga... Yo, that little funny shit you said, you was being extra, so now you got to move extra weight. And he gave him that bag. Lorenzo laughed. He laughed. And I said, yep, he done snapped. He done snapped. Kane, you don't know. You one sentence away from getting your whole shit split now because that's still your dad, bro. Like, nigga, I'm telling the other kids, yo, Kane's in power now. He going to make the decisions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Drew already jealous. Um, Diana was confused. But nigga, you ain't gonna talk. Drew to knows crazy. some other shit going on. Like you niggas got something going. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. No, Drew not stupid. I will give him that. Drew's not a fucking idiot. And he had a better idea, a better plan than killing all the guaps. He like, well, fuck it, kill they plug. Come on, come so on. So we don't kill our friends. So at, no, them Frank kids ain't the guaps. They the G's. 
That's what I'm talking about. Them niggas. It's fuck. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Y'all ain't thinking no other gang names like G's and Guaps, nigga. So Drew shit was a. Them niggas got a Russian plug. If we kill him. We can be they fucking plug. And now we'll move all this shit, bro. We work with them. It's a beautiful thing. But they was like, we can't have Kane do it because it's family, nigga. And he was like, yo, we can't have nobody black do it because they're going to think it's Kane. All right. Got the perfect solution. Had a white boy do it. So he told Braden go kill the Russian. I get the thinking. But in the in if the crunch. If just shot the nigga outside the church, they'd been gone. Fam. You walked up with the whole, hey, are these your pierogies? Play? Nigga, walk up and shoot. Also, why are you niggas never masked up? What the fuck is happening with these killings? They ain't heard of a silencer? Because Reek walked up with the loud pop pop. Yeah, that silencer shit is only for the movies. Bro, man, I need it for this movie then. Because goddamn, y'all niggas is banging on fucking uh, Fifth Ave, nigga. But then, when Brayden couldn't pull a trigger... And reeking fucking uh, yo reek blood everywhere, fam. Reek and Effie was standing right back, like half a house away, watching to see if Braden could do it. They noticed him hesitant, fam. Effie gotta be the shooter, cause then we still can't say it was a black dude. You know what I'm saying? Like send Effie little Puerto Rican ass over. It's a black woman. It's y'all niggas. Nah, that light skinned girl and a fucking dude. Who could look like Kane, wavy head, dark skinned dude? Nah, bro. Like, if that was the initial plan, Effie got to be next in line to kill this nigga in a crunch. But Reek walked up, did the damn damage. Then the nigga went in an Italian restaurant and started speaking Italian. Who knew? That nigga was about to die. Oh, no. Brayden was 100. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the plan got to be yo, if this nigga can't pull a trigger, Effie, you up next. Because the whole shit is we avoiding. A nigga who look like Kane getting in this. But as a man, you're not about to have your girl pull the trigger. I mean, you got her selling drugs. Instead of just she, giving her some cheese. She sold drugs before I even knew her. Fam. No, you just gave her the fucking A-OK to sell drugs on campus for extra cheese as you bought billion-dollar suits. You could have just gave her some cheese, Reek. Like, goddamn, nigga, help your bitch out. Shit is fucked up on campus, dog. Um, also, when do you niggas do homework? When do you niggas do this reading for class? You niggas come in here with all these quotes and shit every class, and y'all ain't read a fucking book yet. I ain't, at least season one when he was tutoring Zeke, I saw Reek doing homework because he was doing Zeke shit. But goddamn, dog. Um, we talked about meth and the brother and the whole red man shit. I want them to walk away from that storyline. I get what they could do with it, but. I don't know. Knowing power, they're going to drag this shit out 10 more fucking uh, episodes before they actually do what they could do. Uh, but I ain't mad at the switch up. I do just think it's funny how that happened, like, dead in the middle of this fucking season um, with no explanation. But fuck it, man. We here now, and Dog personally acted better than Redman had in however many episodes he had been on, Dog. Um, yo, man. Power. Power book two, season episode three, season three. It was all right. Um, I don't, I think that might've been D Scott who said it. I need Noma back by episode four or not. She nah, not, she not. I need her back. I don't want this little henchman nigga. No, I'm not believing it. I ain't, y'all don't tell me she this fucking cold ass, uh, drug dealing ass, uh, extraordinaire. Why would I come to, to, to why, why, why would the boss come to specifically to talk to the workers? Fam, you came for a ring and to figure out why a nigga got killed. And then you hired the workers. 
Yeah, but well, them niggas like, actually begged you to get hired because they begged for their life. You yeah, I came back to see what happened to my fiance. You feel me? But like, I'm not about to be coming back here every week to t- keep talking. If y'all don't move this shit by the end of the week, he gonna kill y'all, fam. That henchman would be dead by episode four if Noma ain't back to fucking. Because uh, right now I'm not believing what it. What dog. y'all want to hear from Noma? Nigga, the shit I'm hearing from the henchman, I don't want to keep hearing, yo, I can't wait till Noma tells me to kill you because you fucked up. Fam, I will shoot you in this warehouse. He be the only nigga in the warehouse talking to them five niggas like he ain't, like they ain't crazy. It's killers here too. Reek got bodies, nigga. Well, them niggas scared. Dog be dead the fuck up. I just sent you, I just gave you a picture of everybody you fucking love. And it's more than me. Right? So, yeah, your mama, your granddaddy, your this, your that. Like, all right, nigga, y'all move this shit, get y'all a little bit of incentive. If y'all don't do this shit, these niggas dead. Dog weak as fuck. I get that nigga out the paint. Noma, you want us to continue working for you, nigga? Bring your ass, because right now we got a warehouse full of weight. I kill this nigga and move it all. Now what? And you don't be here, so fuck hurt. off. The issue is you ain't moved the weight. I said move all this shit. You still got a third left. And y'all just told me how, uh, yeah, we, we'll do this shit. Like no, y'all didn't move. Here's away. my thing: where I'm not fucking believe this warehouse full of weight. I don't know how long it's been. We don't have a timeline for real on power, so this I don't know how long it's been from first episode to third. Yeah, but y'all didn't damn near clear that weight, that warehouse of weight on fucking Wall Street, Jamaica Ave, and these colleges, nigga. Like I just I don't believe that was a. If it's been a matter of weeks, and, that warehouse ain't clear, bro. And uh, so you got. The Tejada family mm-hmm. doing their shit. You got y'all doing your shit. You got uh, Effie doing her shit. Yeah, I got a plan. Like we gonna do this shit though. <laughs> y'all do all that that smart Google shit, and we gonna do that shit. That's <laughs> true. I thought that was a funny scene too. Like yo, nigga, we gonna do that shit the old fashioned way, nigga, with guns and violence. Hey, that way worked. Ghost did it for a long time, nigga. Like. I, I get all the crypto fun electro shit, nigga, but hey. Times is changing, shit. You got to change with it. All um, that. But, nigga, while you sitting around thinking of fucking new ideas and building websites and shit, nigga, it's drugs to be sold. And y'all niggas ain't selling them fast enough. So this shit better work. And we only in episode three, so I have a strange feeling it ain't going to work. Or to the preview for next week when I throw in, hey, y'all also sell guns now, <laughs> y'all going to be at an impasse, nigga. Because, wait, we don't do this, nigga. I can find Wall Street niggas to buy these fucking drugs, nigga. Who's going to buy these damn rifles? The G's. Yo, man. Them G's and them GTG's, it's a lot going on. Um, Salute to the two niggas that was in Monet Bar. They heard us last week say that nobody ever occupies that bitch. And also salute to Detective Whitman for saying, yo, crowd's a little light in here. <laughs> nigga. Don't nobody be in this fucking weak-ass drug front, nigga. Um, yo. By next week, I need somebody to figure out that Lauren is alive. Because right now, that little piece of the plot, it's not working for me. Because there's no reason she has to be hidden in Witsec, bro. Never made sense. Fam, niggas can survive a attempted murder. She not in Witsec. She just at her crib. No, she had a crib. It, it looked like it's her crib. No, she had that white lady little... That's like a hideout. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, old yeah. girl crib. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Got you. Um, People can survive... Murder attempts Like it's legal For you to survive She ain't in the mob My nigga Like her surviving A fucking att- She ain't Maserati Rick Nigga They not immediately Coming back to get her At the spittle If they know she lived Bro like 
She survived and now it's time to take the stand, nigga. Like, why don't you bring a case and sit her up on that goddamn stand, nigga? Motherfucker said, I know who tried to kill me. Finn, that nigga said, I told you who it was. It was Effie. It was Effie. Like, <laughs> go arrest her, nigga. You trying to build a Rico. I don't know why she did it. Well, once you arrest her. Fam, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure she might tell you. Um, and if she doesn't, oh, well, we'll take your dumb ass to jail. And not only did I tell you it was Effie. Yo, Brayden uh, put me in her arms, nigga. Like... But you, instead of investigating my attempted murder, you want to build a Rico and try to make this, like, large fucking cake. No, nigga. I'm walking out this house, and I'm getting an Uber, and I'm the fuck home, nigga. Fuck out of here, bro. Like, at minimum, I'm at my parents' crib. Y'all call me when y'all ready to go to court. Yo, man. Episode 3. Power Book 2, Season 3. Um, It was all right. It was cool. A lot of shit happening. I am excited to see if uh, if we see Chris from The Wire again and if he really does build a relationship with Reek. Um, Want to see more with Keisha Sharp and Tate. I feel like this may finally be the reason that Tate has a purpose on this show because right now he just doesn't. Um, was missing my nigga Bruce Chandry on this episode a little bit. I, I ain't feel like she had enough of her normal quips. So, want to see her back some more. And plus, we just fuck with light-skinned Keisha around here. So, it's all good. Um, but, yo, man, the episode was cool. I'm excited to fucking come back in here later this week and talk about power. That'll be a lot Snowfall. more fucking. Or, yeah, not power. Snowfall. Pardon me. Pardon me. Um, so, y'all already know what it is. We'll be back in the studio Thursday to fuck with y'all. Until then, hit us up this week in culture across all the socials. This week in culture pod at gmail.com if you want to leave a voice note. I'm at that's J301 of them things. We out.